I'm Katie, your functional nutritionist, and I'm here with my husband, Phil. It could be me. It could be Nicolas Cage. Nobody knows. Mm, I am not a Nicolas Cage fan. But the national treasure. But I am a fan of you. Oh, thank you. Today, we're going to be talking about the top 10 scientific benefits of exercise. Top 10 board games? Nope. You would be an expert in that, though. I am. Here we go. (laughs) Next podcast. So a lot of people are like, okay, I got my own little personal reasons for exercising, but it's still hard to motivate myself to do it. So sometimes understanding like what the scientific literature says, what the actual facts and data are around what kind of benefits and, and health effects can I get from exercising might be able to help you feel more motivated to do it. I don't know. That seems like a little bit of a stretch. You're not motivated by science, uh, but some people are. Uh, very little motivates me to exercise. This so is let's true. go with that. So let's, we've got 10 things we're going to get through. So okay. the first one is the one that we all know about and care about. Yes. Weight loss. Okay. So when you exercise, you burn calories. If you do strength training, which is like weightlifting or anything that uses your muscles, you can burn more calories over the next 24 hours. So you can get this nice calorie burn, which makes it easier to reach your weight loss goal. But the biggest thing that exercise helps you do with your weight is to maintain. So you're really going to lose weight better, you know, through improving your diet and reducing inflammation. But studies show that those who continue exercising consistently, those are the only ones who actually keep the weight off. So it's just a great way to prevent weight gain more so than just create a bunch of weight loss. Okay, that's fair. Fine. (laughs) The second one is one that I talk, a topic that I talk all the time about, but you guys would never expect would be a benefit of exercise. Okay. That is the gut. The gut is my favorite topic because it is what controls our health. The benefit that we get when we exercise to the gut is the same benefit we get from taking probiotics. How cool is that? So there's changes to the microbes living in your gut that make it healthier just in the same way that you would get from taking a probiotic. That is interesting. So every time you exercise, it's like you get, you know, a free probiotic supplement that you just swallowed. Okay. And you make your gut healthier. The other way that it helps your gut is through motility. Do you know what that word means? Yes. It means how motivated the things are to move (laughs) through you. Uh, Oh, you guys see what I did there? So I'm here every week. Motility is moving the food through your stomach, through your intestines, and eventually out of your body. And a lot of people might struggle with a little bit harder like stools than you would prefer or not going to the bathroom as often as you like. And exercising helps to speed up that process. And we know this from walking our dog. Yes, that is true. (laughs) Because if we let him run with us, then you could tell that the stool went through a lot faster. That's right. (laughs) Sorry, Parker, for embarrassing you. He's sitting on my lap right now. All I can (laughs) think about is the word poop. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right, are you ready to talk about the third? I'm ready. Okay, so the third one is insulin resistance. Okay. This is one of the causes for weight gain. So it kind of will help indirectly with your weight. But as we get older, our blood sugar can start to rise, and that's insulin resistance eventually that can become pre-diabetes or diabetes. So a lot of times people think that like insulin resistance is totally dependent on what you eat only. Right. Um, And it really will, what you eat was going to have the biggest impact on it, but you can eat a lot greater variety of foods and more carbohydrates if you're exercising. So when you exercise, you clear sugar or glucose out of the bloodstream helps to lower your blood glucose. So if you eat an entire pizza, you can run on the treadmill for 10 minutes and be fine, right? 
those ratios are out of balance, but the general concept is there. That's fair. So if you, you know, do eat more carbohydrates and eventually that can have your blood sugar go up when you exercise, it will help to lower it again. And so that you don't need as much insulin so that you can stay more in control of your blood sugar throughout your life. So it's a really great way to keep your blood sugar healthy, keep the insulin down, which also just so happens to keep your body fat down, which is a nice little benefit. Nice benefit. <laughs> the fourth one, I think is where we're on now, is blood pressure. And so when you exercise, you're of course pushing a lot of you know blood throughout your body. So it makes your heart stronger and it helps to make your arteries healthier and increase circulation. And so all of these things can help you to have a, a, a better pumping heart, which helps you to keep your blood pressure in normal ranges. Okay, brief interlude for story time with Phil. So um, I can actually attest to this, that it makes your blood flow better. Because when I work out, I get really itchy. Oh. And the reason is because I don't work out that much. <laughs> and um, so the blood vessels are expanding, mm. which actually trigger my body to itch more, which is really weird. Ah. They say that if you work out more, then you uh, don't itch. But I found that I just don't work out. So. And <laughs> so then that, I don't That's itch. why you don't, right? Naturally. It's, it's, just, it's just because of the itching. It's a, t- it's a tough <laughs> life I live. So, and then higher blood pressure, of course, can increase your risk of cardiovascular disease, like strokes or heart attacks or plaque buildup. And so exercise has definitely been shown to be one of the most helpful things you can do to reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. You know, better circulation, better blood pressure, better, better weight, better blood sugar, all of those things are risk factors for heart disease. Mm. So you can definitely protect yourself against the number one killer of Americans, which is cardiovascular disease, um, by exercising. And nothing really does it as good as five days per week of exercise. Um, so there's not like a supplement or like a specific food you can eat that will outperform that. Interesting. Darn. Yeah. Um, and so talking about kind of like long-term health issues now going into that little, uh, topic exercise is one of the best things for your mood. So I know you don't exactly always feel this, but maybe you do. At least when we go out on a walk, you can tell that your mood is better. Yes. It, uh, it's, it's good to change your environment and it's good to move your body and get your heart rate up. And, you know, a lot of people, um, might not feel like they have a better mood in the beginning, but by the end of your workout, you usually do feel better. And studies show that exercise can be just as beneficial for reducing depression as taking a prescription antidepressant. That's insane. Yeah. So, but the hard part is when you're depressed, you don't really feel like exercising. Ah, that is accurate. (laughs) So it's a little bit of a catch-22, but that's a great way that we can improve our mood. And research is very clear that it is extremely effective for depression. Okay, another brief interlude. We actually did get a treadmill recently that I've been enjoying walking on. And um, it's been nice to be able to get a little bit of exercise in when you're still stuck inside. Yeah, and especially when you can still listen to board game uh, information and whatever you listen to when you walk. It's quite (laughs) nice. Um, So speaking about the brain, the next one um, is dementia. So... The, you know, when we look at dementia or Alzheimer's, medications really haven't been shown to help very much. So when we look at the research, the most evidence actually is for exercise. And this is, you know, kind of a scary one for a lot of us that we all want to try to avoid. And so many Americans, such a high percentage of our population, 
ends up struggling with this in some form. So, you know, this is a, a great way to, you know, that's free, that we're all in control of, um, to reduce our risk of something that is really scary and that we want to prevent. Dementia is is still not really well understood, right? Right, yeah. And that's why they can't really figure out medications for it because it's really just inflammation of the brain, which can be caused by so many different things. And I even read at one point that they were considering linking it to diabetes or something like that as a possibility for what may cause it. Yeah. So another reason why the exercise helps is, you know, they call Alzheimer's type three diabetes because it's insulin resistance on the cells in the brain. Mm -hmm. And so you can improve the insulin resistance through exercise and just from the anti-inflammatory compounds released by exercise, it's like fertilizer for your brain. So it increases BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. And this BDNF is fertilizer for your brain cells to make them grow faster and stronger and keep them alive. Awesome. Yeah. So you're fertilizing your gut, you're fertilizing your brain. And so the last one, anti-aging benefits. So when we exercise, of course, we are able to work on our balance. And so there's a less risk of falls, which is actually the number one reason for hospitalizations as we age. Um, so help to keep you out of the hospital. Of course, we are working our muscles, we're getting stronger. So it's great to you know use strength as a way to fight against muscle loss as we age. Mm. And then the last one with our anti-aging benefits is bone health. So osteopenia, osteoporosis, this is when we lose bone and when our bones break, it, it really disables you as you age and makes you less able to be independent and, and do what you want to do with your life. And one of the best ways to prevent against that is through exercising, telling your, your brain and your body, hey, I need these bones. They need to carry these muscles. And you do that when you exercise. Well, I have to admit, you make a, a pretty compelling point. Yeah, you feeling a little bit more motivated now? <sighs> I will think about maybe considering in the future, maybe doing more. <laughs> He's being facetious. He'll, he'll, you'll do a workout this weekend. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully this helped to motivate you guys to get moving and start exercising on a regular basis. Most of these studies show five days per week. 30 minutes is the magic number that you need. So it doesn't have to be your whole life. So hopefully this gets you moving and thank you for listening. See you later, gators. Bye.